Praise the Lord. Thank you, Ambassador. In Luke chapter 22, verse 31 and 32. We can read from the King James. And the Lord said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you, that he may sift you as wheat. But I have prayed for thee, that thy faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen thy brethren. Amen. Amen. Look and sampa eti edienu mienu, enyimu ediasamba kone ediasamienu no. Simon, Simon, share. Ankana Satan pese onyamuna ohuhu muso se ebro. Nanso masrema mamo, masrema mao, na ujidie no ansa. Na wodie sedachi wudania shewuni anomding. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. And Lord, we desire to be strong in faith. We want to follow you through to the end. We pray that if there's any who is weak in faith, all of us, O oh Lord, your grace will come upon us. That this prayer you prayed for Peter will be ours today. That our faith will be strengthened to strengthen others also. This we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This morning, I'm speaking on activating, sorry, on accessing the promise of God, the promises of God. Some few years ago, I visited an old Christian friend in America, a Ghanaian Christian friend in America, who is a lady, and we were students together at KNUST years ago, um, almost 30 something years, 30, getting to 40 years ago. And um, we, she was very committed to the Lord. She was in every meeting. She was a woman who was very evangelistic and zealous for the Lord. But when I met her in America, she told me that she had lost faith. She didn't want to continue again. So for saying, fear, kakrae, chomi, okasrao, niyababia, nanko, nini wosu ya pomu, edi asambie chomu, ewa America memu, nushia nono na obeya, sama wakanise, wejaini jidiemu, onsum nyankopon wejidiemu biomu. Yeah, but she was very committed before. She spoke in tongues and prophesied. And she preached to many people. And I encouraged her, but she's still not fully back. Because she asked me many questions. I even introduced her to a pastor and she started going to church, but she, within a short time, she started partying and, you know, very wild life. Because she asked me that if God is... Promised us goodness and mercy, 
and all the things we read about in Second Third John verse two. I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in good health. And all these other promises, the Lord is my shepherd, all the things that we read about, I have, I am f- almost 50 that, at that time. She didn't have a husband, she didn't have a child, she doesn't have a, uh, I mean, th- a lot of things she put, and it's not her alone, she alone, her siblings, some have married, they've divorced, a lot of issues. And, um, she said, if God is hearing our prayers, and all these promises are true, that God will save me and my household. And we have, been, we have done what we have to do. Why is all like Gideon, she asked, why are all these things happening to us? And she said to me that people say my father used to deal in the occult because the father was into Eastern religions and all of all these complications, you know, a professional person, but still was into those things. And she said, if God's word all the prayers we prayed, all the fasting we prayed, all the bamboos. When we used to go to bamboos behind the swimming pool at Tech, she was with us. Every retreat, all night, she was there. And said, if all those prayers couldn't subdue, God still couldn't subdue my father's curse, that all these things are still upon us, I don't think that I can continue in the faith. So for name papa and nina misumu or yes sumasinyama bebre naso ye shempaya ye bo and a jumuny nampai bo na ye kremu nase ni we nyina no entimi embubu and numia e wame papa sunye busiano so dia and ye nami ntimi mkosu ansum nyanko pombium. I thought that was the end of this the whole story. So for say no jin say asam nina no no. A few weeks ago, I met a sister, a Christian sister, who is also serving the Lord, not this other one, another one who is active in the church. And for about 15 minutes or so, she was engaged with a brother on the same subject. Now, say, the stories may not be the same in detail, but I believe that you can identify with what I'm talking about this morning. Amen. And that is why Jesus prayed for Peter in Luke chapter 22. That I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. And we must understand that we are not the first to experience some of the things we are experiencing. Amen. Amen. There 
The scripture says the man that we call the father of faith, Father Abraham, in Genesis chapter 12, began a journey with God. In Genesis chapter 12, from verse 1 to 3, we see God appearing to Abraham. It was not Abraham who was perplexed, who said, I don't have a child, I don't have this, I don't have this, so I'm going to look for God. He was sitting here somewhere, and God appeared to him. In the previous chapter, his father had attempted to go to Canaan in, uh, uh, from Mesopotamia, and when he got to an, a, a city of Haran, he remained there. He couldn't, he didn't continue. But Abraham was uh, contacted by God, and God led him, and God had this encounter of Genesis 12, verse 1 to 3 with him. And verse 5 says that, and Abraham set off to go to Canaan, and to Canaan he went. So Abraham was more uh, fulfilling than his father. Hallelujah. Amen. But when you look at from verse 1 to 3, there are critical lessons I want us to engage this morning as we seek to understand or access the promises of God. The scripture said, Now the Lord has said unto Abraham, Abraham, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. Let's say it in three, quickly. Then verse 2 says, And I will make of thee a great nation. And I will bless thee. And make thy name great. And thou shalt be a blessing. Now look at verse 3. It says, I will bless them that bless thee. And curse him that cursed thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. I was reflecting on these seven promises that God gave to Abraham. A great nation. He will bless him. A great name. Blessings. Blessings uh, to make him bless others. Cursing those who curse him. 
And all through him all the earth will be blessed. Then I asked myself, then I asked myself, did Abraham in his lifetime see all these promises? He in the natural, did he see with his eyes a nation? In the natural, did he see himself as a great name where all the world had known about Abraham? In the natural, did he see all the nations of blessed through him? I understood this when you, I went into Hebrews. When you go into Hebrews, you will see that the Lord is saying that all these promises, they did not all see everyone. But there was something about it. It did actually take place in the life of Abraham. The seed was still there. Everybody say the seed. He says, verse 13 says, These all died, he was talking about Abraham and Sarah, These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm trusting God for you to understand that when you are dealing with God, see as God sees things. Hallelujah. Amen. Hear as God hears. One of the challenges we have had in the church is that we are supposed to be very spiritual people, the church. But unfortunately, we see as men see. So the Apostle Paul said, Henceforth know we no man after the flesh. Because when God said to Abraham, I'll make you a nation, at that time he did not even have a son, a child. In the lifetime of Abraham, this promise that we see in the natural was not fully executed. I have seen that the promises of God are progressively fulfilled. Write that down. The promises of God, they are progressively fulfilled. You may not always see the fulfillment of God's promise on your life Instantly today. That promise that God gave to Abraham that through him all the nations of the earth will be blessed. Don't we see it 
happening among because of Christians. It passed Abraham, it passed Isaac, it passed Jacob. All that time, the blessings upon the nations of the earth was that promise was not fully manifested. But in, in the sight of God, it was fulfilled in their loins. It was fulfilled in their words of faith. It was fulfilled in their spiritual imagination. It was in the realm of the spirit yet to be birthed. Because when, G, when Abraham was dying, Israel as a nation didn't exist. Even the name Israel came after Jacob. Hallelujah. Amen. Beloved, tell your neighbor, don't be short-sighted. One of the frustrations of many believers is to see God only within the here and the now. The scripture says, Jesus Christ, Hebrews 13:8, is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Within your time on earth, there is something God requires of you and I. Relating to the promise. How do we connect into the promise to make it happen in our time? The promise that God gave to Abraham, which we have inherited in our time, we are custodians and we are to keep it and do something about it. We want to look at what did Abraham have to do in his time? What did he have to put away in his time so that the promise could be kept? To begin with, in uh, chapter 12 of Genesis, verse 1 and 2, verse 1 in particular, let's take verse 1. He said, you get out of thy country. Now, Said your kindred, which is your family people, and your father's house. Now, everywhere Jafian so. And the the fourth condition is to a land that I will show you. Now, the thousand nine say, as I see, me mature, no, na ubekoso. Now, get this straight. This is not talking about 
just the geographical location. Every one of these symbolizes something that is important when it comes to fulfilling God's promise. Hallelujah. Amen. Otherwise, when, as soon as we get born again, we all move from Ghana to America or to some other country, and that's to where the Lord has showed. That's not, that's not what we're talking about here. Of course, it could happen that the Lord will have to relocate some of us to fulfill a certain promise of His. But country represents cultural and value system. An international identity. In other words, when you relate to people of a different background, they know that you are from a different place. They, your passport determines. Which country you come from, just to, 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 to draw the distinction between those from different geographical parts of the world. So when, in the New Testament, when you leave your country, which is Air or Mesopotamia, which is a place of idolatry, a place of darkness, a, a place of worldliness, says, leave that country into the new place, which is called Canaan, which is the land of promise, which is where, which hosts the, the, the Jerusalem, the city of David, the Israel, the princes of God, live in that new place. So, it's an old man, Second Corinthians uh, 5, 17 says what? If any man be in Christ, what? He is a new creation. You are all things that become new. Hallelujah. Amen. So what it means is that you have now, Ephesians says, we have become new citizens. So leave that old system for the fulfillment of the promise. So before God will engage you effectively at one level, leave the old system of the culture, the way they do their things. You may be physically here, but out of here spiritually in the way of your mind. Amen. The wealth creation system in Haran was different from the wealth creation system in Israel. It was a normal cosmopolitan place, trading, making money at any cost, at any rate, without cognizance to God. When Abraham came to the new land of Canaan, one of the first things uh, he, he experienced or he practiced was tithing which was a new form of commercial activity between nah. him and God, as part of the newness of the relationship. 
Emra Abraham Edru Kenna no de Dikaya or Ye ya and then Yanko Ponkita who e call and then in the old country, for example, if you are in Kenya, you have Kenyan, sh- Kenyan shillings. If you are in uh, uh, China, you have the yuan. When you are in Ghana, you have the city. Now, the mode of trading, of, of spending, and of earning income differs in the kingdom. So, in the new kingdom, we see money and wealth creation differently. And God was telling Abraham, Abraham! I'm taking you out of a system. The way they make their money is different from the new Jerusalem, the new Israel, the new land. It's a different mindset. And if we want to operate within the promise of God, a new mindset of world creation ought to operate. Where? Which is based on the covenants of tithing, which is based upon sowing and reaping, which teaches you that it is more blessed to give than to receive. Which teaches you that, like in the, in the, in the, in the, in the Mosaic law, said, have mercy even on the poor. In, in Haran, it wasn't like that. The mode of transaction was the, the animal kingdom law. If you are strong, you eat. If you are weak, you sleep. But in the new land, world creation is by giving, by sharing. It's not by spending. It's not by enjoying. Power and authority in the new land is different. Just like in Africa, people, the way we practice leadership is more about kinship, control, power. But in other parts of the world, we understand leadership to be service. That is how God was bringing it. Leave your country. The way the, the place, a country is represented by the way it's governed. So we, we describe China as communist China. We describe Russia as communist Russia. Then we say capitalist America or democratic America. So the way you govern determines the newness of your nation. So we are in a theocracy under God. Amen. Amen. Inti say we have no forma. Said the man be able to sono esuno musika esuno said the musi di omuja na sa man no sono sa person oya de for there and the other ton ade e would be cho bi and so now we crazy can ni na ma wonko ahun na obenya sika na so sa oba yakopon man mu dia ahunya de no enam kwan foforo so na eba enam se apama won yakopon wo se bi obetie ontutu so dudu no oba ni sa sa oba ma oba de wo no woni foforo so beche sa na kwan ni enam so a obenya ho enti se e bi aya sister sa o man we de Hallelujah. Amen. Another thing about countries is pride and identity. People love to be, to be proud. All these women's soccer, uh, uh, Egypt, they are playing, it's all about pride. It's nothing. Piece of leather. At the end of the day, push it into a net. Pride. So you see, when the nation scores, people feel proud. He says, the things that we are proud of in our old nation, change it. Sometimes we are proud of our accomplishments. I've been here before. I've traveled here. I hold this position. I've qualified in that. I have done that. Paul said, I, I have put aside, I count all things as but dung for Amen. the sake of Christ. Amen. So when you come into the new land of promise, within God's, you see, God's arrangement, God's promise, you, you, you dump the things that you hold dear. And the na- nations 
Nationality is about pride. Amen. Amen. It says, leave your father's house. Now, father's house in the ancient Near East represents your inheritance as, as a man. It represents your earthly identity. It represents your generational pride. You remember Abraham said to God in chapter 15, How am I going to die and this Eliezer of Damascus will inherit me? Because I, he did not have a son of his own. So father's home or a kindred or a, a, a father, sorry, house Represents your inheritance. It's not as though our earthly inheritance is not important. But it is not the priority. God was telling Abraham, the inheritance you have obtained from your father is not the critical thing. Many of us, even though we are believers, we are very offended by people who think are trampling on our inheritance, our natural, even the job we are doing, if people are bosses, we think they are not being fair to us. We are so embittered. Because we want an inheritance, an earthly inheritance. And most of the offense that people have has to do with earthly inheritance. Many of us that are having issues with our wives and our husbands have to do with earthly inheritance. Many of the issues we have with in-laws has to do with earthly inheritance. They are interfering. They want to take my husband away from me. They want the, the land that we have bought, the, the house we have, and this we have, the car we have. They want third parties to enjoy it more than we ourselves. See, the Lord said to Abraham, leave your father's house. Don't depend on this because I'm going to give you a better place. So one of my favorite scriptures, Isaiah 51, verse 1 and 2, says, he, I called, look unto your father Abraham, I called him alone, and I blessed him. And because of that, I'm very particular about taking things from people that I don't think I have any business taking things from. I'm very cautious, because I want God to bless me in a way that I'll be remembered as whatever I have will be remembered as God's gift 
Not man's gift. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. Oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry. Just remember the rock. Look at the rock from which you have been. You have come from Abraham's rock. From any person or any, any group or anything like I don't want my inheritance to be identified from personalities. Not because of pride, because I understand the scripture very well. Amen. Amen. In the same verse 1, it says, And your kindred, your kindred means the relationships. Many of us in this life, we believe in connections. We, we, who we know. Ghana is a land you can't easily live without nepotism. Your family, your relative, your hometown, you speak your language the same, you come from the same place, and all of that. And that sustains our system. Now, In a way, most of us, even though we are born again, we depend heavily on that as our means of livelihood. Hallelujah. Amen. But we have been translated into a new family. In Ephesians 2, verse 11 to 16, I won't read it. The scripture is very clear that we have joined a new family in the Abrahamic promise. You see, you can optimize the promise if you optimize the relationships in the new godly family. Many of us are looking for security. And comfort. Family in the natural is supposed to provide that. In the spiritual it's not different. That is why we must be one another's keeper so that we, 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 we can depend on the godly family. I don't say it is easy and simple. But that, that's why anytime you see God telling us to, 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 to keep godly family, you see there's always words like endeavor, uh, 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 give way, or, or, or suppress your feeling. And all of these things are there to let you and I know that it is critical that we give in for things to work. Let me give you a few things that will help us all as we seek to operate and enjoy the promise of God. 
From all these two verses, we notice something, or three verses, we notice something. There is something to be left behind. Ask yourself, you may not have to leave Haran or Mesopotamia, but what are you and who are you and what are you, what connection are you willing to leave behind so you can access the promise of God? Number two, he says, to a land that I will show you. Many of us are moving to lands that we have decided and we say, God, stamp our, where we have reached. You have created your own Bethel. Bethel, you have created your own uh, 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 Zion. And you say, Lord, this is it. Even though the place is actually called Air, you have changed the name by yourself. May the Lord, may you have a spiritual ear to hear from God and to be located where God wants you to be located. Amen. Say Amen. Amen. Yankasa ya shushe baby for fry, ya pese, ya tina, say ye juma, yankasa di ya mwa koshim, na ya mani din for fry, ni nyanko pon di no beste, na so, enya nyanko pon na ye nisa amaye. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you hearing from God? Asu ya tefi nyanko pon ho. If you are not developing your hearing ability from God, you cannot access the promise of God. And hearing from God requires spiritual sensitivity. It requires you connected to the Holy Ghost. It requires you not frustrating the Holy Ghost. Not grieving him. Not resisting him. Hallelujah. Amen. It may require you be on the lonely road if you want to hear, if you want to access the promise sometimes. Abraham, the scripture says, God said in Isaiah 51, verse 1, I called him alone. And I blessed him. Amen. In chapter 32, it says, And Jacob was left alone, and there appeared a man to wrestle with him. There are realms of the accessing or the presence of God, or the promise of God, which you need to hear from God individually. If you look at Abraham's walk, chapter 12, the first contact, chapter 15, then chapter 17, God, the, the demands were higher. By 17, God was saying that circumcise your household. By 22, God said sacrifice your son. He started from outside giving nothing by the time he got to 17, he had to give off his foreskin and the skin of his children and the household. By 22, God demanded of himself, of his own son, his heritage. That's a higher level of demand for the promise. Abraham, Abraham, 
e to da no na fe o se wo ba na me de na ma no mpo fa no ba afore ma me we nyina na e de ne ko nyankopon bo sha wa sha fa ne hunu mu we talk about faith but we don't want to go through the journey of faith ya ka sha fa jidie hu na so ya nya ya koma se ye be di jidie anamo ne chi there is something called graduation or maturity in faith ya fre bibi se wo nyini e wo jidie mu may we pray at this time like jesus prayed for peter that our faith will not win. In spite of the odds, God help me talk to the Lord this time. That I will stand in the promise to the very end. Like Abraham stood in the promise. And many years after he had passed, the Lord is still manifesting that promise and fulfilling it for him. We may not see all the things we perceive and expect in our lifetime. But the promise is in our loins. It's in our hearts. It's in our mouth. Through the confessions of faith. Lord, help me. That the enemy will not sift me as wheat. That our faith will not grow weak. In Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Amen.